the news on Radio 191 FM. Tēnā i These are your Radio 1 Te Reo Irirangi Kōtahi news headlines for Monday the 29th of March. Ko Eileen tēnē. A trans student at Otago University has raised concerns over the lack of gender-neutral bathrooms and use of dead names in university administrative systems, as reported by critic Te Arohi. The student, who did not want to be named, told critic that the lack of, quote, vital resources prevented trans and gender non-conforming students from focusing entirely on their studies. One issue they were seriously concerned about was the use of dead names, which are the names trans individuals went by prior to transitioning in administrative systems such as student email and e-vision. This has led to lecturers misgendering and deadnaming trans students. It also puts trans students in uncomfortable situations, as being forced to confront their dead names can be deeply unsettling. Currently, students can only update their name in the university systems by going through Ask Otago. The student who critics spoke to also raised concerns about the lack of gender-neutral bathrooms around campus. They said that the low number of gender-neutral bathrooms was an issue, as was the practice of having accessible toilets double as gender-neutral bathrooms. They said this leads to a demand for the bathrooms from trans and non-binary students and disabled students, meaning they can be difficult to find a time to use. A university spokesperson said that there are 27 gender-neutral bathrooms around the wider Dunedin campus. Only one of these is in the Link building, which thousands of students use regularly. The spokesperson said that in new university buildings, at least 25% of bathrooms will be gender-neutral and accessible. Mayor Palaszczuk, Welfare and Equity Representative for OUSA, said the issues raised are concerning and that OUSA will continue to promote accessibility and inclusivity for all students. The student critic spoke to said that whilst these inequities exist, much of the university's promotion of gender equality and inclusivity feels, quote, performative and hollow. Christchurch Girls High School students were met with police and told to turn back whilst protesting sexual harassment at Christchurch Boys High School. On Thursday last week, around 100 students left Christchurch Girls to march to Christchurch Boys, following a week of online conflict between the schools. A student from Christchurch Girls High made a post on Instagram asking for students who had been sexually assaulted by Christchurch Boys students to come forward. An account created using the initials of Christchurch Boys High School commented on the post calling the allegations fake and using hashtags such as, quote, feminism is cancer. On Monday last week, chalked slogans appeared around Christchurch Boys High highlighting issues of LGBTQIA rights, women's rights and sexual assaults, understood to have been written by Christchurch Girls High students. The protesting students from Girls High marched around 100 metres down the road from their school before being stopped by police and their own school principal. Principal Christine O'Neill said she did not condone the protest and whilst it was important to encourage students to use their voices, it is, quote, not helpful to single out individual boys' schools. O'Neill also said that it was important the students return to school where they are, quote, meant to be and learn appropriate and constructive ways to go about social change. Police presence said they were concerned about safety and traffic. An anonymous parent of a Christchurch Girls High student said the suppression of the students' protest was disappointing and was not congruent to their freedom of speech. Christchurch Boys High headmaster Nick Hill, who was accused in some of the chalked graffiti at the school of protecting bullies, said he was aware of the protest and declined to comment other than saying that the two schools are working together to resolve the issues. A new water safety bill would allow officials to enter Marae without a warrant, 
causing concerns to be raised by Māori around the country. The Water Services Bill has been created in response to the 2016 water crisis in Havelock North, where over 5,000 were poisoned, 45 were hospitalised and four died due to the town's water supply. After an inquiry found water suppliers were systematically failing to meet standards for safe water supplies, the new bill is the government's response. The Water Services Bill would require all drinking water suppliers barring single domestic dwellings to have their water tested annually. No Madai water supply has ever been implicated in the outbreak of an illness. Despite this, the new bill would allow officials to enter Madai to check their water supply without a warrant, meaning they could enter without a porphyry. More than 50 Madai, Runanga and Hapu have written to the Health Select Committee, demanding for the bill to be amended to exclude warrantless entry to Madai. Many are concerned that the bill goes beyond bypassing protocol and threatens rangatiratanga. Radio 1 spoke to third-year Māori and sociology student Rutene Rikard about his concerns in regards to the bill. That it completely disregards porphyry, which has been and is still a huge cultural practice in Tao Māori. It is a spiritual event. Um, when the Manuhiri walks across the Marae Atea, which is the patch of grass in front of the Marae, that's where it's said to be the ancestors, the Tipuna of the Marae, that have passed on uh, live in that space. And for a warrantless entry, that would be treading on that, um, that mana of this Marae's, treading on the mana of that Tipuna that exists within that space. Labour MP Nanaya Mahuta, Minister for Local Government, says it is unlikely that enforcement officers will enter Marae without permission. Whilst the bill does say that officials must attempt to contact Marae and follow protocol where possible, there is no overall requirement for the permission of Marae for water testing to take place. Many are concerned not only about the tikanga issues of the bill but of the costs, as fines for failing to meet the conditions of the bill could reach up to $200,000. Mahuta told RNZ that she could not guarantee funding would be provided to assist Marae in upgrading their water supplies to meet the demands of the bill. More information on the Water Services Bill can be found on the Parliament website. It passed its first reading in December and is currently in the Select Committee stage. And that was the news with Radio 1 Te Reo Irirangi Kotahi. And now, Sustainability at Radio 1. It's Sustainability Week. Every day, the Radio 1 news team will be sharing some fresh tips to help you work towards a more eco-friendly lifestyle that doesn't add to your student loan. Today, I'll be sharing four small diet changes you can make to create a more sustainable diet. Number 1. Look past the major supermarkets. Farmers markets and produce stores like Veggie Boys can offer in-season locally grown veggies at competitive prices, whilst international supermarkets like CJ's on George Street, Unimart on Great King and the Indian Food Mart on St Andrews Street offer great deals on dried bulk products and specialty items. Second, you don't have to fork out for meat-free protein options. Dried or tinned legumes are cheap as and super nutritious. Try swapping out mints in a classic spag bowl for lentils, or whip up a big vegan chilli with some dried beans. Not only is it a good vegetarian option, you'll save money compared to buying even the cheapest meat. Third, try ordering vegetarian meals when you go out for dinner. It's a great way to remove a bit of meat from your diet without having to complicate your budget or your flat shopping list. Four, if you're not keen on cutting out dairy... There's some awesome independent dairy farms based around Otipoti, such as Holy Cow out in Port Chalmers. Not only can you get organic milk in refillable bottles at low prices, they also sell ice cream, yogurt, cream and multiple kinds of cheese. Now, time for the weather.
The Radio 191 FM weather. Today, Ōtipoti can expect fine weather with a high of 20 until late afternoon, when we can expect rain into the night, heavy at times. Tomorrow looks to be overcast and wet with a high of 18.